Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by Producer Tad. Good evening. Pugs Dread. Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to prime time, bitch. So, we've got a pretty stacked show tonight. we got uh, uh, cicadas and zombies and uh, body horror and all sorts of messed up shit tonight. So it should be a good one. Um, but, uh, before we get into that, gentlemen, how goes your evening? I'll go it's hot. Here. I'm yeah. fucking sweaty. My balls are fucking leaking right now. Like, it, it, it's not been a fucking happy time in the town of fucking Tucson over the last two weeks. Cause, uh, it, we've been getting like a lot of rain, but it's still like 120 <sighs> degrees during the fucking day. Did yeah. you train again today? Not today. No. But just fucking, I trained on Sunday and I literally like coming back from training. Not only did I fucking feel like I had to stop myself there because apparently that could be considered racist, even though I am Italian. Um, But let's just say I came back a really disgusting fucking mess. And anytime, and like I do DoorDash for work. So fucking anytime I'm DoorDashing, I'm just like, by the end of my shift, I could probably wring out my fucking shirt. It's really gross. Uh, your inner stinky samurai <laughs> oh dude i feel i feel terrible for my girlfriend like terrible like last <laughs> night she stayed over the night and it was just like it wasn't even hot in my house it was like 75 degrees but like because my bed set up right next to a window i'm just sweating like sweat like motherfucker and i woke up in just a pool of sweat i'm like this this poor tiny blonde girl has to deal with this big sweaty wop next to her jesus christ <laughs> wet ass person yeah yeah that doesn't sound fun i walk outside for like two minutes in this weather and i'm like dead so can oh, only imagine yeah. taking bumps in it yeah, no, the, the training's the worst because, like, it's good in the sense that like, I'd rather it be hot than cold because when you're training in, like, hot weather, you have less risk for injury because your muscles are a little more loosened up and stuff. But when it's just bitter fucking cold, like, that's when your shit months, muscles start to tense up, your joints start to tense up, you can start to tear shit. Um, but it still is, like, I'd rather be in cold weather as far as, like, the feeling. But as far as the injuries and stuff, I mean, it's not the worst thing. The only thing that sucks is I'm fucking like sunburned 99.9 percent of the time. I need like interesting tan going on. (laughs) Oh, oh, dude, I got I got hella tan lines. You slut. Yeah. (laughs) That well, I got tan lines from my gear, which is really funny. And speaking of. Small blonde girls that had to sleep next to a sweaty wop last night. There's Amanda. Hi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking. So it's just been brutal. But it's Arizona sun, summer. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm ready much, for it's fall. Not that much better out where you guys are in California. Uh, I'm bugs. I'm pretty miserable when I'm outside. It sucks. Yeah, I it's avoiding the outside. It's pretty bad here, but probably definitely not Arizona bad. So I can't. Ninety two right now. What kind of garbage is that? Do they not know where we're at? Dude. <laughs> it was one hundred and two by me today. No. Fucking sucked. I'm, I'm closer to the beach, I guess. <laughs> and we're we're talking some heat stroke car tonight, ironically enough, and so. some stroke or Jason Aldean. <laughs> <laughs> <That guy grew. laughs> 
I, I have to figure that out. That was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, before we get into it, we got some smut news, Tad, from Vinegar Syndrome. Distrib, distrib picks, and uh, they're going to be partnering up with. And we're going to be getting a lot of classic erotica coming on the new site. Uh, now, I have a question for you, since you're already a subscriber. Is any of that included, or is that going to be a separate gimmick? I don't know. If now that they're doing the new site, I didn't check if I got an actual email from them directly, which I'm going to do right now. Um, I'm curious. Because I know we don't get discounts on the other site. Um, okay. I don't know if they addressed that yet. So they're counting them probably as distrib picks films rather than vinegar syndrome films. That's kind of what I figured. Well, yeah, but I mean, even still, I mean, if, if, if Picarama still gets the discount, I, I'd assume it'd fall under the partner. Is included in I don't know how well, they're going to now that so, the Something's going on with your mic, bud. Yeah, I thought it was just me. Sound underwater. <laughs> how about now? No, better. Really? No. It's not okay to me. Talk. Just talk. Okay, uh, Dan. Now, now you're fine. good. Now it's okay. fine. But before, yeah, it was now fine you're perfectly though. fine. Oh, I'm just going to move this over a little bit. Why would you move it if it was Why perfect? Because <laughs> I can't see the goddamn fucking words. I gotta hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you going to have a red tip on it? Like, why are you going to be phallic with it, bro? I'm going to get a green one for the Tromic shows. <laughs> I, yeah, I tried to find one, but they were... Red Rocket. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited. They've got some Roberta Finley. We got some Vanessa Del Rio stuff, some Samantha Fox stuff. Uh, a lot Rio. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. So before the show, Pugs, you shocked me. You have not watched Bo's Afraid yet. And I've got... No, I haven't. Either. Neither have I. Me and uh, my girlfriend he, were actually just talking about this. And like, he, it, it's just a big ask, man. It, I mean... It's a time thing, yeah. yeah. Like three hours is a fucking large like and i love midsummer loved hereditary but it's just like get those out of your head you may love it you may hate it and i have no idea it's so hard to tell with that movie but it's from the little bits i've seen because there's a couple of like horror pages i follow on instagram that have posts like small clips from the movie it looks weird enough for me to like actually really like it i mean you have to also understand i like like a lot of yorgos lanthimos shit and like yeah. really bizarre movies it doesn't always need to just be straight horror for me um so i i think i'll have a good time plus i mean fucking joaquin, joaquin phoenix, phoenix. <laughs> like you know yeah, yeah. Just, just a spark a bowl do whatever you need to do relax you'll have a good time it may feel a little longer than three hours but it'll be worth it i got some vacation time coming and that's probably when i'll pull the trigger there you go mm. yeah i think i think i'll fucking probably wait until like me and my girl can watch because i was debating about watching it with my mom too because she really liked hereditary and midsummer too but like i just i like if I would have showed her something wrong with the Johnsons or wherever the fuck that is, <laughs> probably would have never spoke to me again. <laughs> Fucking love that jam. Oh, so good. Uh, this one might be a little bit of an odd watch with family, possibly. Maybe not. You said you watched a Serbian film with her, so no, 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 no. Do not put words in my mouth. I watched gutter balls with her. 
Oh, big well, that's difference. still pretty bad. Big difference, Dan. But the hu- humor goes a long way to overlook <laughs> yeah. some of the... Ne- yeah, no. like, I mean... Uh, a Serbian film was a knee slapper. How dare you? I was going to say. <laughs> like, it, like, it's easier to fucking make fun of the, you know, transgender woman getting her cock cut in half than the fucking start with the little one fucking shit, you know? It, it's easier to laugh at one thing than the other. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, uh, I still, though, like, there's no way I'm sitting down for, like, family movie night and watch gutter balls with my mom. Okay, <laughs> but you have to also understand the shit I've seen with my mom. Like That's awesome. I'm not saying Like, like when Human Centipede came out, she went and rented it at the fucking video store because she knew I liked horror. And she yeah, was mom. just like, she was just like, the people at the call center are talking about this. You want to watch it? I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck yeah, I want to fucking watch Human Centipede, mom. <laughs> Here's and your juice we, box. And then, we, and then we watched the second one, and she was very, very upset. <laughs> she didn't she try is. the third. Yeah, she like no. She watched oh, no. third, and like she was fine with three because of how ridiculous Damn, it was. Cliff. But two, she was that she was strongly offended about, mainly because of the baby thing. I well, mean, let's nah. be real. It's two fucked. is it's fucked. Up. That was great. <laughs> that was two is two is the only really good one. If we're being honest, one's awesome. I'll, one's I'll, awesome. I gotta agree. Like, but as two a movie, is the cream of the crap. No, 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 I, I, like, I like three. I, I don't, don't like three. Fuck. Yeah, I, don't like I think three is just like, it's one of those things where they're like, all right, gloves are off. Let's do as crazy as we can. We have a fucking warden eating clitorises in a guy, goddamn, out of a goddamn jar in the, in this movie. Like, Room clocks right God, twice a day for me. It, <laughs> felt, it felt a little more like they were just trying too hard in the third one. Two is legitimately a good movie. Lawrence Harvey's creepy as hell. Uh, the first one, I think, would hit a little bit better if you knew nothing going into it, which unfortunately... I, a lot of you people know, don't, I Dan. You fucking and snob. You had that small portion where it was like, once that was done, I just felt the rest of it's just a generic yeah, but, horror movie. But you're a big fan know. of psychological horror and shit. Psychologically, you have to appreciate the fact that if you have some dude that killed himself in front of you like on the front of you and then somebody died of an infection in the back that existence is really fucking like really grim and fucked up and like that's that's the way i always yeah i am sorry kyle i am going to eat the cuttlefish (laughs) <laughs> we, we were, I was I, I literally having this conversation last night about this shit. Swaggy G, what's up? What up, Swaggy? Am I uh, lagging? Am I tripping? Slightly. No, you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. For me. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Uh what up, Swaggy? Uh, no, but Dan that's all right, Cliff. No. Hmm? Back on you're track. Lagging, Dan. Dan. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Yeah. Well, we sidetracked into Human Centipede. I'm trying to. Yeah. Moving into the movies of the evening. Uh, Oh, promotion, real quick. Stay tuned for an ultra secret post show. Now you oversell. Yeah. Now, see, now you see. God damn it, Dan. All right, motherfuckers, we're going to do do an exclusive review. You can see an exclusive review early on Patreon tonight during our post show. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah. 
So you get our post show shenanigans and a, a show that we're going to release separately. So there you go. There you go. But I, yeah, Dan made it sound like we're going to like have fucking the we're have Fox Avengers and Bulk on right fucking <laughs> <Walking laughs> Carpenter <laughs> lives. <laughs> <laughs> John Carpenter talking human centipede. I want to. I want to live in a world where John Carpenter just <laughs> fucking hates you, Dan. He just I, fucking you live here. He, he <laughs> why? Why would he dislike? Because you me? shit on him and his son's fucking touring work together during the Halloween. Because you just automatically hate all his Halloween, all the new Halloween movies. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, but that's not. Yeah, but, but, but he, but he holds a grudge against you because this is like this his bonding talking. time with his son. He's gotten to finally <laughs> fucking bring together the Halloween movies and his son into it and integrate them all together. And then here's this fucking piece of shit motherfucker with oh, a goddamn sure. hat online talking shit about yeah. these movies. Any chance he gets, I hope Those... John hates you. Those movies to John Carpenter is simple. It's money. Who doesn't love money? Or bonding experience with his son, which is why it can be both. It can be both. (laughs) It's probably. All right. right. Any fucking way. Yeah, there you go. Cobweb from director Samuel Bowden, theatrical horror movie in theaters right now. Uh, this one follows horror strikes when an eight-year-old boy named Peter tries to investigate the mysterious knocking noises that are coming from inside the walls of his house and a dark secret that, that his sinister parents kept hidden from him. All right. So uh, this was actually one that I think was shot back in 2020. It's been, uh, you know, sitting really? a little bit, which isn't always a good sign, but uh, I should say that this is the feature film directorial debut of this director, but he did direct the short-lived French uh, Netflix series Marianne. Oh uh, which, shit! That yeah. you know what that makes a lot of fucking sense now. <laughs> which wasn't uh, renewed, unfortunately, but Netflix. Um, so, producers of Barbarian, also. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it. And it. Uh, so, uh, some, some familiar faces in here. I know the one guy is on, uh, the, the Homelander, show. Anthony yeah. Starr. Yeah. Dude, do not undersell Anthony the, Starr. Some right guy, Jesus, Dan. I don't it's fucking watch it. That's I your don't, fucking problem. Yeah, and that's your fucking problem because it's like literally. He's the cobweb the guy shows. from now on. You can eat shit. You're going to have to fucking mute me, Todd. (laughs) I I feel it. (laughs) You're going to have to mute both of us. I'm about to fucking unleash. He is there. And the tough chick from Mean Girls. Yes, Lizzie Kaplan, just coming off. Tough girl from Mean Girls. Or fucking watch Mean Girls either. What do I look? Or young Annie. No, no, you were just dismissive of Anthony Starr as the the fucking guy. I'm sorry. Younger, young Annie Wikes in Castle Rock, as well as the girl who explodes in Cloverfield. There you Thank go. You. There you go. Uh, so, <laughs> Cobweb. So, I'm going to have some complaints that are a little spoilery later. Uh, I love this movie. There are some logical issues, particularly, let's just say, the, the involving the threat. Would they really be trapped i guess i'll say that much there's some issues there 
But if you can roll with it, I actually thought this was really <laughs> that was your that was your level of suspension of disbelief, Dan. There's other things that I'll talk about later, but I really like this movie. You know what it reminded me of? Not necessarily in tone, but Gretel and Hansel. That's not a perfect movie, but I still liked it a lot. It had great mood. I, I, I thought really the kid that. was really likable in this one. You know, you felt terrible for him. Uh, I believe, by the way, that the bully is a Busey. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's fucking funny. So, yeah, next, Luke, Luke Busey. Next generation of A-hole. Yeah. <laughs> he plays it well. Uh, I was Meatloaf looking... is somewhere in his fucking grave screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe Meatloaf has a kid that's like going to school with him. I, <laughs> he's just hard. like he's just, or, or he's like halfway across the country, just train, like training to beat his ass whenever they get a get together. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. There's some very familiar horror films in terms of the storyline that, if I mention, pretty much gives it away. But I really dug the weirdo vibe. I wish this was wish it, this had come out during Halloween because it is set during Halloween, yeah. and I think it would have probably gotten more attention. Well, when it, it counts October, for it, when it when it hits uh, digital, is when it'll. They're, they're sure, obviously time. Sure. Yeah, I think I, that's a better I, uh, box office, yeah. though. Might but that was never going to blow up the box. I think you release this then or now. You're gonna look, do a little no, bit. I look get what it, Smile but... did. Smile was a massive hit. That wasn't a guaranteed hit. But that they that had a paramount promotional machine by it that like you couldn't escape that. that True. This one. Well, that. this this True. got dropped literally out of nowhere. I had heard absolutely nothing about this movie until about two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was because it was playing. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was pl- a trailer played. And uh, when I went to my theater, they put out. A poster but like there was i feel like almost no marketing behind this movie which is a shame because if people actually got to see it i think they'd really like it dan compared it to smile yeah no and I, just kind of out of nowhere well, well not out of nowhere but a surprise hit well boy and i also agree with him when it comes to like this is the type of movie i want to watch during halloween for sure yes. there's a lot of halloween atmosphere in this motherfucker pumpkins, pumpkins all over the goddamn place and it just yeah. that that would have definitely put me in the halloween spirit if i would have cracked myself to the theater fucking and saw this on the big screen for sure and i i really think the kid sold it you just felt terrible for this poor yeah. kid uh you know again somewhat familiar story but i Two big ones when from last he year. Fights, <laughs> when he fights, yeah, I, I was going to say, unfortunately, when he fights back, uh, the the dinner table scene, I'll just say that, like, I was like, it's fucked up. Really, really cool. So it's a flawed film, yet I really, really like it. I really, really like this one a lot. I love the weirdo vibe with the parents, too, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure what's going on. Lizzie Lizzie Kaplan's performance really like I liked a lot because it was almost like this robotic version of what a mother should be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like I th- I thought that was really cool. And then just seeing like dude, I can't fucking look at Anthony Star or Nazi Homelander. You know what I mean? Like I'm just waiting for him to drink some milk. Up. Yeah, or just laser his kid halfway across the room. Shit, is he but, like the villain to John Cena? 
in that? Is That's that you know this. Okay, I'm just gonna start muting I'm everybody cool at this point. I'm I'm cool with that one. No, no. Okay. Hey, hey, see, <laughs> and you muted him, and I was still <laughs> there better. I hit the wrong one. I panicked. I muted. It was what it was, isn't that? No, that's the no. That's that's that's, that's the peacemaker stuff. This is the Amazon one. That's the whole full hard R superhero one. Okay, I didn't. I don't know what it is. Then I guess. Sorry. They wouldn't have got mad if you misspoke someone from Peacemaker, as as much. No, no, just just him, let it go. Just him mixing the two together. I know. Crazy. In um, his defense, the Mortal Kombat thing probably confused him. I don't know everything about the Spider Man. You know I'm for sorry. a fact he hasn't yeah. fucking seen it. Did you didn't. say Spider Man? You motherfucker! No, he said Spider Bat. He was trying to be clever. Mm-hmm. Spider like. So like what did you think of Cobra? I hope the spider crawls up your ass and lays it. Um, spider I, ass. Spider <laughs> I fucking love this movie. First off, familiar cast, uh, you know, Anthony Starr, but Lizzie Kaplan too. Like, I love season two of Cast <laughs> Rock, like a lot. A lot more than most people do. Um, I thought her playing Annie Wikes is just fucking amazing. And it just her portrayal to that character was great. And also, like, I've had a crush on this woman since Cloverfield because, like, she was my a big childhood crush for me in Cloverfield. And I had to watch her get exploded by uh, kaiju parasites, which was really traumatic at a young age. But as far as the movie goes, the kid is great. The parents are great and just unhinged, creepy. Uh, what's that movie with fucking Uncle Eddie? Parents? Is it called Parents? Oh, yeah. Parents. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Reminded me a little bit of that. Reminded me a little bit of People Under the Stairs. Uh, Also also reminded me a little bit of Barbarian, where you think it's going one way, and it just fucking takes you a whole nother direction. I really just enjoyed the fuck out of this movie. It's definitely a popcorn flick. Uh, I don't want to get that like misconstrued or anything it like it does feel like a studio produced made horror film but and and here the thing that really gets me is it really doesn't even have any great kills in it either but the atmosphere the concept alone and then this the holy shit moment with that dinner scene and then just like after the dinner scenes going on i'm just thinking in this kid's head psychologically where the fuck this character would be at after all of that happening and then what's happening now. And like, it's just perfect insanity. I also think it's a perfect Halloween watch. This is definitely a movie I will be rewatching once Halloween is, you know, around the corner and we're in the season for it. And I'm going to rewatch this movie a lot more than a ton of stuff that I've seen over the last couple of years. A big portion of that is because it is a Halloween themed or takes place on Halloween type movie. But it's also just because the concept alone, I think, is creepy. Like, you know, you ever think back when you're a kid and you're just like, you know, you wonder if you're ever really alone in your room or, you know, you hear these creaks and these cracks going on and uh i i just think that concept alone especially to what it metamorphoses in to with that dinner scene 
that's a really fucked up situation, uh, in my opinion. I just, I, I love, I love that. Love the characters, love the actors, and just as a whole, really enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh, you know, it's not going to be my favorite thing I've seen all year, but at the same time, it's definitely real. Like when I look at all the movies I've watched this year, it's definitely really high up there. Uh, and I would suggest going to see it in the theater, at least for me, um, if you can. I don't know how if it's a limited release or how long it's going to be out there. But yeah, man, I just had a really good time with it. And it, I, I probably my biggest detractor is just I, I just want Homelander to go harder. But <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, I, I dug the atmosphere and the vibe, the Halloween. It felt like Halloween, which is nice. Enough love, love has been given to the substitute teacher. Uh, I thought she did a fantastic job. Anthony Starr uh, rules. From in Infinity Pool and Last Man on Earth, Cleopatra. Yeah, Pool, she, yeah. she was good. Um, but here's where I become the turn in the punch bowl. Because when I walked out of the theater, I liked it. The farther I've gone away from it and I think about it. Think about it a little. Yeah. The less I liked it more. So I liked it at the moment. Right now, I, I honestly wish I had... I would have waited to home. I don't think it needs to be seen in the theater. Ooh. I could be on. I don't. I no, think I, mean, I would have had a, a much more appreciation of it if I had just pressed play. What's would it? you, if it was released in Halloween, would you say it should be seen in the theater? I feel like that would change your opinion. I'm just that, curious. That, eh, no, no, I don't think it's worth the, the, the gas and effort to get there. But you think you think that about most movies that too. So that it factors in. It's it's a, okay. it's a time we live in. Um, yes, but the further I've gotten away from it, the least the uh, less I like it. And then, like you're like this fucking movie earlier. made me leave my goddamn house. Yeah, and it wasn't my local one where I'm cool with going. I had to go oh, a little further, yeah. so it bothered me. Uh, but yeah, the movies the movies okay. I would say definitely check it out. I don't think you need to see it in the theater though. Um, I, I just I hope on a whim it's for whatever reason gets re-released during Halloween because <laughs> I would I would literally go watch. Well, you might it see again. a lot of that too. This is true. yeah, you might yeah, see a lot of that point. too. Well, so, I, well, who knows? Topic, they're on the verge of already delaying stuff. I know Warner's is eyeing stuff to delay. Could be yeah. Dune. I know that's one of the ones you're waiting for, Dan. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure where that was at in terms of production. There's, I thought that one was done. No, it is, but it doesn't matter. They need to space it out, so no, it's like they have new oh, yeah. things to release. Uh, so that's one of the ones. There's a couple other ones that are close to release too that they're talking about moving. Um, oh well. yeah, I'm uh, all for that. <laughs> also, the kid. I know Dan didn't watch it because it was a twenty-four, even though it has Joaquin Phoenix. The kid, uh, Woody Norman, was also in the recent a twenty-four film, Come On, Come On, which is actually really good. Not horror, but worth checking out if you're a fan. There you go. Uh, so I'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this one at the very end because I wish I could go higher, but there are a few things that kind of had me scratch in my head that I can't go too high, but I'm three and a half stars. I do recommend you go see it. Great atmosphere. I, I really had a good time. I just... There's a there's a few things here that are kind of clumsy in the writing department. Um, oh, good. I'm a four. While I don't think you need to see this in the theater, I think you should to support stuff that's different and not just mainstream. 
Fun fact, fact, did you know Joe Lynch almost had this? I did not. Yeah, uh, he posted his letterbox review of the movie, uh, and he was talking about how, like, it's funny how you think that you're going to do a movie for a while, and then somebody else ends up getting it, and you wonder how their vision is, and he's like, fuck, their vision was, like, just as good as mine was. <laughs> that doesn't happen very often when you're a director. So I, I thought it was cool that he was going to get this. But I'm also four stars out of five. And I can see myself, like, literally religiously re-watching this every year during Halloween. I'm definitely watching it this year. We'll see if it yeah. stands the test of time. Two and a half out of five for me. All right. All right. Sorry. Uh, That's all right. Dan, what are we tearing me apart, Lisa? (laughs) (laughs) Up next, we have End Times. Give me a moment. Was it because Homelander didn't just beat the fuck out of somebody? No, no, it was just the further I've gotten walking out of the theater, I was like a three, three and a half. But the further I got, I was like, eh, I've I've seen some of this shit done better. And uh, yeah, more Homelander, too. Yeah, you're right. Fuck it. What if John Cena showed up and like hit an FU? What if John Cena about has nothing just, to do just, with fucking Homelander? He's trying. Cool. He's trying to. Don't let him. Do I know it. he is. He's, he's gonna give me a heart attack. And then guess what? When we have the rest in peace, Michael Kruger fucking dude. podcast, you're gonna be the blame. Damn. He's too. He's full Colin Robinson tonight, Pugs. <laughs> yeah. That's what we should be fucking talking about. <laughs> well, but then, then we'll have some excuse why he can't watch it. No. Uh, yeah. All Sorry. right. Well, what we End did times. watch was End Times, a new asylum film, which is unusual, which I'll get to that, from writer-director Jim Towns. And in this one... In a post-apocalyptic wasteland where zombies roam, a grizzled mercenary and a young woman must fight their way to a safe haven before they become prey. So before we get into this one, um, it is very unusual because when I saw Asylum, I was expecting, you know, kind of your typical modern Asylum movie. Uh, Now we talked about that. Asylum goes back like 25 years now the pre sort of mockbuster run, they did release stuff a little bit more like this. And, you know, in terms of, you know, a little more practical in the effects, a little more R rated. Um, This really kind of felt like a throwback to that time. Um, There's, there's a few cool things about the cast. Uh, So uh, Jamie Bernadette plays Claire. She pops up in everything these days and uh, she's really, really good. Uh, she was also in I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu. Not a big fan of that one. <laughs> we get a reunion from it in this in this with, film, too. Yes, with Maria Olsen. And it's even uh, eerily similar to some yeah. stuff that goes down in I Spit on Your Grave, too. Uh, weird coincidence. but The other one had uh, a better Todd scene. Uh, <laughs> way too soft for me. <laughs> this... this it's weird because this does not feel like anything that was made for sci-fi channel. Uh, it's very um, a lot of practical effects in this, which kind of surprised it surprised me quite a bit. And Pugs, do you, did you get the Batman connection? No. Apparently they shot this near where the Batcave was 
uh, like in the oh, 66? Yeah, they I can I can okay. Yeah. Portion of it anyways, apparently That's they cool. got it there. Uh this one kind of lucked out too cuz apparently they also shot at this old sort of I guess like mock town that was used for police training. Uh, they turned down a lot of studios that wanted to film there over the years, but I guess it literally just sold and they were able to cut a deal, I guess, with the contractors. So there's some fairly solid production values here. In terms of a story, it's nothing you haven't seen before in terms of a zombie, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic sort of scenario. But the two lead actors, Jamie Bernadette and Craig Stark, who's been in a bunch of Tarantino stuff and smaller roles, uh, they have great chemistry, and I enjoyed them quite a bit in this. Looks like Adam I, Cole. Yeah, yeah, like an older Adam Cole. Uh, you're right. Um, the one thing that I wish they didn't do was the opening flash-forward scene. There is no reason for it. It's like, okay, I know where we're ending up, right here it was really i wish they didn't have that goddamn scene in there it 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 did nothing uh and that was like a big complaint to me it kind of blunts a little bit of suspense which is there overall i enjoyed this one quite a bit it is not at all what i was expecting from an asylum film uh as far as the zombie stuff all that's cool like i said nothing you haven't seen but i appreciated the practical gore it's a little more focused on the human threat in this one. Uh, almost felt like it could have been like a pilot for some new series, potentially. Uh, I I really enjoyed this. Jamie Bernadette's great, as she always is, always willing to do some difficult uh, stuff in these movies. Uh, I, I thought the polyamorous hippie commune that they kind of stumbled into is also a little bit unique. I liked it, surprisingly enough. It was it was more than what I was expecting it to be. But uh, hot tag to who wants to go next. I can go. Uh, the commune is actually what interests me the most. Uh, once once that opening uh, struggle snuggle scene went soft, I was like, come on, guys. So it took a while for me to get back on board. But then Adam Cole uh, saving the girl and, you know, fight. it ended up being a good time. So I, I, I did enjoy it. Zombies were cool, but yeah, I was more focused or more uh, honed in on what are these weirdos doing? Let's spend more time with these people. So, yeah, That's yeah, I, to I totally get that with with them. That was there. I was very interested in their community, mm -hmm. but you know, Dan already nailed it with our leads. Both great. I was really invested in the story. Um, <clears throat> and Dan touched upon it, it not feeling like the typical asylum style. Pretty sure this was a pickup. It must oh, have been. It, yeah. yeah. Um, I know it had an alternate title at one point, too. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just one. It wasn't what I was expecting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like most Asylum pictures. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but this one being different and kind of feeling like some of the earlier output, I really did like. And it, it was a very solid flick. Yeah. Yeah. If you have zombie burnout. It, this may not be for you, but if you're you're still okay with some of the zombie tropes, you should check it out. I, I have a little bit of the burnout, but I it wasn't enough that it I, I was still entertained the whole time. I mean yeah. I'm not I'm not like over zombies like a lot of people, but I mean yeah, I am a little bit more yeah, well that was kinda 
you know. <laughs> See, I was over them for a really long time, but now like I'm kind of okay because we haven't had like oversaturation with it like we had right. from 2000 what fucking eight to 2000 like 17, 18 maybe. Yeah, but Walking a Dead before had, that. Yeah, there's still like <laughs> three Walking Dead like? series. <laughs> they're they're up. They look like interesting. Five. I just I well, it's just a, no two are ending. One's done, and then Fear's done. World see, Beyond, I, yeah. The Daryl Hannah. I'm not coming back. I thought. See, Sorry. I had more zombie burnout after I watched something like World War Z. Like World War Z offended me hard. <laughs> I I just I don't remember I, how I felt. I think it was okay. Yeah, I don't. But it's one of those I feel feel like looking it, back. I'm like that wasn't great. It peaks early, like the scenes in uh, 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 Jerusalem, um, were <laughs> were just fucking awesome. Then it's like our finale is just in like a hospital with like a hand. Well, not a handful, but like a well, dozen well, zombies. But isn't that because they had to rework the whole ending? It wasn't supposed to be totally different, if I remember. That doesn't matter. We'll talk yeah. about World War. II. I just think the Israeli portion was visually spectacular, and it was like, oh, okay, the ending. Although it's supposed to be a part of a series that didn't happen, so yeah. But anyways, let's rate end times. Uh, Todd, did you I'm go? A, I'll, I did. I'll, okay. I am a three and a half. I liked it a lot. Pugs. Two and a half out of five. I am a three and a half also. I was border on four, and it, it could get there on, on repeat viewings. But yeah, I, I definitely think it's worth checking out. You can rent it right now on Apple Vudu. Um, you purchase it right now; it's still priced for rental, but you can at least rent it and check it out. There you go. There you go. All right, moving on to our next movie of the evening, which is The Flood. Which is coming out from Sabin? Is it Sabin or Sabin? Sabin. Saban. Saban. All right, we're both wrong. There he is. And it's right. out from Saban, not coming out. It's out. It's out. Sorry. Yes. It would. It would be the two white people trying to. <laughs> well, I, I, we, Power we Rangers. Know, That's what I was going to say. I know he knows because of Power Rangers. That shit isn't green. <laughs> All right, so Saban Films presents The Flood from director Brandon Slagle. And in this one, a daring jailbreak during a dangerous Louisiana hurricane is interrupted by a horde of large, hungry alligators. I can go quick and first on this. Because I know you loved it, Kruger. (laughs) Absolutely. I thought it was a fucking academy. Academy Award-winning performances throughout the movie. The effects were fucking fantastic. <laughs> and god damn, is this such a better movie than Crawl. I hope oh, you get from that. Absolute <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> All of the shit I just said. Does it have that? The CGI in this movie was just obnoxiously awful, in my opinion. And maybe it's not so much just the CGI itself, but with the people interacting with the gators, fucking drove me insane. Uh, I didn't like any of the characters. I thought they all sucked. And, like, I just kind of just wanted to see everybody get ripped apart by alligators the whole time. Not necessarily the worst thing, 
to have happen but when you are trying to follow a narrative of people that you can kind of want to be around for 90 minutes wasn't the easiest thing to do um and i mean the concept's just a straight up crawl ripoff like i really liked crawl because of the concept alone uh i thought it was just you know interesting enough i love animal attacks movies uh, I don't really gel well with the weird disaster movies, but mixing those two together created a perfect Alexander Aja fucking, wow. you know, ride. And this was just like, okay, well, we saw the Alexander Aja movie. Let's all go make it on sci-fi. And like, that's what. And some assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, I kind of wanted the whole police station setting to add to the story maybe did you like the cgi jail shots no even that no i fucking hated them dan <laughs> you need to ask me really come on now. <laughs> um but yeah i just thought the whole thing was uninspired and just kind of boring i hated the characters that tax themselves were really fucking lame especially when the gators were gator rolling like dude if you're gonna have a gator gator roll on a motherfucker i mean i'm on instagram enough to where i've seen at least seven or eight people just get their limbs ripped apart by fucking sticking their hand in the alligator's face you need to give me a little bit more than just like this gator fucking you know, turning around with the person in their mouth and then not seeing their fucking limbs and their bones being split in half. So like, I really, I I really thought this movie could be okay. If they would have added maybe a little bit gore, even if it was CGI gore at this point, I thought, okay, that would be okay. Cause like, maybe if I'm just watching this gator twist, this person's leg over and over and over again until it turns into a fucking bowl of mashed potatoes. That could be cool looking, but all the alligator attacks were fucking lame. The whole movie just felt uninspired, and I just, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't expect to be a fan of it. I actually was debating about skipping this movie. I'm actually shocked you watched it. (laughs) But I had some extra time today, so I was like, all right. The flood and swamp woman. They'll get they'll, they'll get on my list today. Which and order did you watch them? Just out of curiosity. I watched the flood and then swamp. Okay, woman. no, just just. Kidding. And that's probably what. Well, ha- had me they could just skip it. Then now we're going in his order. We can get his whole blood pressure <laughs> yeah. rising organically. Yeah, Punisher yeah. Batman fans really concerned. <laughs> As well, am I. Uh, <laughs> you look uh, less red uh, right now, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, no, just a, just I'm a slight tint of pink right now but when dan fucking said john cena after fucking mentioning anthony star triggered (laughs) you can already see the pigments are getting back uh but as a whole like i thought this movie's just shit like it's it's shit it's shit that would be put on sci-fi but hey you know what? If I had nothing to do all fucking goddamn day, I saw the trailer of this movie and I saw it was playing on sci-fi. Eh, I may smoke a blunt and watch it. Uh, that's the best thing I could say about it. There There's been go. worse reviews. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least plugs. you could end it with something nice. <laughs> this was your pick. Yeah, I was very excited to see this. I love Crawl, but also that movie does have Aja at the helm, so that's I knew that it wasn't going to be anywhere near this. I did have a really good, stupid time with this, though. I enjoyed myself. I immersed myself in the world. 
didn't pay attention to the shitty CGI. You can tell it's there, but I, I'm I was more interested in the story they were trying to tell. I did like the shitty characters, all of them. The racist dude, the the black dude, who ended up being racist also. Like that's not that wasn't cool, bro. <laughs> the racist dude cracked me up because of yeah. like Big Joe. How, well, well, because well, first off, I know somebody in real life named Big Joe that is incredibly racist, and also at the not same time, fucking Joe. Though. Yeah, we should say that. No, 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 not no, no, not the wrestler, not the wrestler, not the wrestler. <laughs> not Big Joe. Well, I have a, fr- I have. A friend whose dad I call Big Joe, and he's just this racist ass Canadian dude. I like him already. And, Canadian. And, yeah, yeah, he's just he's dead. No. Like, think of uh, racist Canadians. I mean, I know they exist, but nah, he's oh, they the all guy. hate the French. Well, the, the ones and Pakistani people. Yeah. He's one of the guys I play video games with, so he lives like halfway across the country. But his dad is like one of the most racist human beings I've ever met in my life. His name is Big Joe. So (laughs) it it did crack me up when Big Joe was trying, you know, holding on. And then the black dude was just like, yeah, fuck this crack. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how you create unity, sir. But um, are are the attacks ridiculous? Yeah. A big uh, croc is going to fucking just, uh, uh, excuse me, gator is going to bite your hand off of that big old mouth. Okay. I'm going to allow this. There was a few floating heads. I don't know, the, the Assault on Pre-C-13 thing going on. I was in a good mood. It got me. Is, is it great? Absolutely fucking not. Did I have a good time? Absolutely. Is it dumb? You bet your ass. <laughs> Do I regret it? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. with Pugs on this one. I, I, You know me. I like dumb cheese, and this is just turn your brain off, watch some It plays it's pretty serious, though, don't yeah, you think? It, it, there's a lot of humor i think i don't think it's yeah but they don't it's play no it more for humor. humor yeah they it, they're, it's there it's just not like campy and like that but i mean the film still has that feel to it but it's not like through the yeah anytime they try it always comes off weird it still feels like a sci-fi movie it does it does and I, that's what i like about it because i'm a ton i love sci-fi i am one of the sharknado people i am part of the fucking problem we got sharknado a couple too. weeks for that I'm, I'm so fucking Todd. We should go together. <laughs> I think we we should. Okay. Well, yeah. It's like two it's weeks. Too bad there isn't a show because I would. Because, like I said, I haven't seen any Sharknados. I've watched about ten minutes of I think whatever the fuck the one was with Chris Jericho. I watched about ten minutes two. of that. Two is two? the best one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I watched I found about tone. Yeah. yeah, I watch about 10 minutes or two, but I haven't seen anything else. I wouldn't mind watching them. I mean, for fuck's sake, dude, I've watched eight versus Mecha Ape at this point. Like, <laughs> you- Sharknado is going to be like some cheesecake compared to a pile of fucking dog shit. I think there's some cameos in there you pop, specifically one, and I believe it's part four. I was going to say, in number two, I'm pretty sure that's gone now. Yeah, I think we'll. Yeah. <laughs> Jared. I'm- um, well, not on Blu-ray. <laughs> not on Blu-ray. Wait, so, is Jared from Subway? He's, he's on a Subway a- eating a sandwich. <laughs> and I want to say that broke not right wow. after. Yeah, Jared is in it. Uh, oh. So the flood. Uh, we'll talk Sharknado, I'm sure soon. But uh, the flood, very soon. All right, here's a quote for the box, Todd. Okay, get it ready. It's a crock of shit, Todd. It's a crock of shit. 
It, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to call it a gator shit? Crock. It's a crock of shit. Uh, yeah, CGI. but it's a fucking alligator. <laughs> I know. That's... Wearing that hat, Dan, you should know the difference. <laughs> we can roll with it and just go crock of shit. No, no, no right there. Spin, we can gator spin, roll spin, with killer, it and make hold, it a crock of shit. Right there. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> killer crock and killer alligator are two different genres, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Is that the Toby Hooper crocodile? Eating alive? What? Yeah, there's like, well, eating alive too. What do you, what do you, what there's don't you like about this? There's more than one killer crocodile fucking okay. movie. Kruger, okay. <laughs> Now I'm really concerned. <laughs> but anyways, the flight. Uh, so this one played it for me anyways, just way too serious. I think they would have been a lot better off just going ridiculous with it. And I can overlook the shitty CGI. With this type of a movie, it's almost expected that, yeah, they're not going to look like real alligators. That's fine. Well, I can, can I roll with that. Quick, uh, I'm yeah. sorry. But this did give me an idea for uh, Crawl 2. Instead of a sheriff station, an actual prison. A prison goes underwater. And let Aja do this. I think I'll knock it out of the park. Bigger, bigger cast. A lot more dead bodies and a lot more eating people. I, I want that. Anyway, go ahead. Would be better than the flood for sure. Oh um, even just the opening scene. The opening scene made me laugh a little bit when the the uh, Debony Pin's character, I think her name was Summer, is like held up in the thing, and then the gator comes in. And rather than trying to get away, her strategy is like, I'm just going to walk right up to it and hit it with this flimsy little stick. That made me laugh. That's about it. Like this this movie. I didn't have high expectations, although uh, Saban films usually tend to be slightly higher budgeted B-movies. So, I, like you said, this one just felt like a sci-fi channel movie that took itself way too serious. Um, I thought the finale was lame. I mean, we got a CG jail, CG explosions. Uh I, I thought the video game style, like character bio things that were like popping up were also kind of dumb. I didn't connect with anyone. Uh, liar. Liar. Casper, Casper Van Dien should have had a little bit more to do. This felt like Van Dien like was barely in this movie. Uh, it's more of a Nikki Whalen movie and that's, that's fine. She's good. Some of the actors are fine. It's not really on them. It's just, this whole thing was kind of a slug. Um, it just, uh, and it kind of goes out with a whimper. You're much better off just watching some a really cheesy shark movie on the sci-fi channel. Shark, gator, whatever. Uh, this, surprisingly, I did not like at all. I can't, can't say a lot of good things about it at all. <laughs> and, and I do like these types of movies. I'm surprised it's on this one. I, I figure it'd be... Yeah. yeah, at least. Yeah, I, I I'm really, <laughs> really surprised because I thought of all fucking things, Dan would have the most fun with it. Nah, I, I mean, I like the idea of it, but there's so <laughs> many similar movies. Louis Mandylor is good. But was, you're so forgiving on so so many other movies that just are exactly like this, in my opinion. And like, you love Casper Van Dien. Like what? I like Casper Van Dien. Casper Van Dien. Like fucking like, snow shit monster and. Fucking whatever the fuck shark. Well, well why, uh, why don't we rate it? And they will All right. come back to this topic. All right. Uh, man. You're, you're welcome, Kruger. I am a half star. 
All right. Not quite a zero, but it's pretty bad. One star out of five. All right. BRB. All right. I am a three out of five. I am a three out of five. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm definitely watching this again. It's dumb. <laughs> there we go. Pulling Kruger till he's back. Yeah. No put that, put that on the fucking uh, cover. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't think we'll be getting a quote on the flood Blu-ray, unfortunately. But we're stalling, right. Dan. If you did our next that. film. If we're stalling, Dan. If you did not read our private chat. Oh, sorry. That's all. Well, that's why we have a chat open. Yeah, it's we'll okay. talk. I'm full screen. I don't see the chat. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm telling you. That's why I stopped and Dan before. All right. You guys want my rant? Yes. Well, rant oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dan was really excited for my Barbie rant. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that that's what it was about. Okay. Oh, yeah. My Barbie rant. So I go and see this fucking movie. And they're all about inclusion. And we're supposed to get this and that and everything. So I'm going, okay. So I get there. And I feel excluded. 100%. I, I don't know if I can ever watch a movie like this again. I was excluded. They did not feature the fucking Todd Gall in the goddamn movie. I am offended. They got fucking Alan in there. Where the fuck is Todd? Look at Well, probably in Barbie jail. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> the pimpin' suits. God. Todd could have popped up at the end and just, just turned that uh, beach crimson red. That's the sequel that is not about Todd coming to, to <laughs> I was surprised and I'm not going to shame anybody but I saw a lot of a uh, lot of dudes I like it solo. Oh, you saw that solo too. Cuz well, I went with Edward Danzig. Sure. Yeah. We don't give a fuck what people think. I had was going with Edward Danzig that's but he had to bail. I still went. I had a fucking blast. That that's your insecurity, Dan, not everyone else's. Also, Dan, you would appreciate the opening scene. Like, I, I was shocked at what they were doing. I'm like, oh, wow, this is a deep cut. Well, kind of, well, kind of a deep cut for movie fans. And it's way more artsy than I thought it would be. And the Let ending. like it's a, True. And, like, it's a decent message. They fucking bash you over the head with it. But it's a yeah, I had a, I had a blast. I Oppenheimer believe. was better. <laughs> yeah, I would have been cool to see the nuclear fallout though <laughs> on barbie <laughs> it feels like a movie that should have came out 15 years ago and that that whole wave of that stuff i mean like, like pretty like, light yeah. colors you know you got just green with like a bunch of uh toys right well they were all already in development i thought oh okay i know they've been talking about the the barbie or the mattel universe because oh oh uh <laughs> polly pockets next if, th if that does well i hope we get fucking um mighty max Give me fucking Mighty Max and Creepy Crawlers. Do I sound okay, FYI? Yeah. yeah. You're good. Right. You're good. You, you missed my I want, rant. I wanted to make sure I didn't sound like a chipmunk because I, <laughs> right. I kicked oh. my microphone before I had the... Uh, oh, no, you're good. So, you John Cena is in Barbie, though, correct? He is. He is. Barbie. Yeah. Okay. I have heard. What you do is I'm... not in Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> the it's... God damn it, wrong button. The fucking Todd doll's not in Barbie. It's some fucking bullshit. That's what you get, motherfucker, for doing all that shit to all the other Barbie dolls. See? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. He's incarcerated. Yeah. Kruger, is there... are you going out on date night to Barbie? Let's go Barbie. Let's go party. <laughs> Fucking Tuesday, dude. It's good enough, for, yeah. it's good enough right. for us. 
next Wednesday, Barbie. No, dude. So, like, hey, this week is the horror week. So, me and Amanda, we had to go see Cobweb, and we have to go see Talk to Me. But the next week, we're going to see Barbie and then Oppenheimer with her father. Because okay. he really wants to see that movie. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm just like, you know what? Godzilla fucking prequel. Let's go. John, you get that. Get your phone ready at the end of the credits. <laughs> I wish I would have been ready. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine you if you just saw Godzilla fucking just, you see his fin come up from the ground. <laughs> fucking ran. That's it. Christopher uh, Nolan, you could have did the biggest troll on everybody. Best crossover ever. <laughs> best crossover ever would be if they cross Oppenheimer and Hell Comes to Frogtown. I'm in. You could, if you're, I'm no, in. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer and fucking Godzilla. I still better. want, I still want fucking Frogtown. <laughs> you can have that too. You see Florence, you see Florence Pugh just fucking with her titties out, trying to stop Godzilla from killing the city see, and banging the frogman. <laughs> no CGI dresses needed. Well, here. Dude, you, you're at Godzilla eighty-five, and we have we have ticks to do that. Godzilla is just cleaning house, and he just like stops and just sees like. Florence Pugh hopping up and down on a frog. Yeah, with her boobs. And then he's just like... (laughs) (laughs) We've never seen Godzilla nut in a movie. As far as I'm aware. We never do, Dan. Thank you to our new listeners who've tuned in very specifically. (laughs) Yeah, I have to hear enough of this shit. I'm sure it won't matter to our next reviewer. But our, our next movie, movie we're reviewing, the director of that, I don't think we'll care if we're talking about that. <laughs> Maybe the I don't know. What if we're talking about Godzilla and nothing? I think uh, nut talk is okay when it comes to Gator Blade films. I think yes. We're, we're I very think, okay. I think right, it's top. So on that note, our next film from writer-director Sean Donahue. Swamp Woman is the story of Dr. Angela Honeydew, who possesses a scientific breakthrough serum that allows animals to genetically combine with their surroundings, whether they are living or inanimate. All right. Tag me in because I'll be fast and quick. Okay. Go for it. I care for this fucking movie at all. I appreciate (laughs) the concept. Appreciate what you guys did. This was not my cup of tea. So... You guys can go ahead and fare off. You still have more more titties than Barbie. I I don't need to see Barbie. Damn, don't get me fucking started. (laughs) He's bowing up first for his blood pressure. Please. All right. I was going to say, you still got to watch Death Court Service. That needs to be like a bit now. Is just fucking like my blood pressure and like how red my face gets. That bit's gonna turn real. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, fucker! I have lost 135 pounds. You leave me alone. I'm not concerned about your weight, sir. I'm concerned about your fucking blood pressure. You can have a fucking aneurysm. (laughs) Well, if I if I gotta be fucking wheeled around, motherfucker, guess who's doing it? One of you two motherfuckers that live next to me. I got you. I'm going to fly out and do it. Oh, God. Can you imagine? It'd be like misery for your crew. But 
<laughs> wait, 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 what? He just volunteered Dan to hobble. He- <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. We are just, not having him. Just let me die. <laughs> All right. Select so the movie. <laughs> yes, hot tag. Go for okay, it. I'll go for it. Uh, I'm a fucking gigantic Swamp Thing fan, and I'm a gigantic Tit fan. And so this was kind of really fucking cool for me. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm also a gigantic fan of Death Squad Service. I love that the those three three of them, right? Yeah, yes. I have the shirt. Mm-hmm. Good series. Yeah, this does the job. It, I mean, does it look a little low budget? Yeah, but did I have a fucking blast? Yes. Uh, they took all the tropes and all the characters, and and they made it their own from the you know, source material, which. There's no denying where this shit came from. So, yeah, bravo to this. I had a fucking great time watching this movie. Yeah, count me in that. I mean, this is one I was looking forward to. We were hot off the heels of Satan Lives. It came out, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, See our review of that one. So, yeah, but this was a good time. I mean, you got in and out. Yeah. And you got like all the staples you want to see from, you know, Sean Donahue film Gator Blade. Um, yeah, hour perfect runtime, tits galore, blood. Well, tits galore, and you got your your monsters. It, yeah, it's a fun time. There you go. Uh, so I love Swamp Thing, I love titties, I love this movie. Uh, Swamp Woman is a ton of fun. Uh, this is obviously on the lighter end of some of his his work in terms of like you know I love American Holocaust and some of that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, that's, um, that's that was him, right? That no, wasn't that's, that's here. Chris, Sorry, my that's, bad. You just want to say Holocaust? That's cool. But, <laughs> it, but it's the Gator Blade. Yeah, I, I Gator. Yeah, Gator Blade. Um, I think Gator Blade or was that? I probably Florida film film scene. There, yeah. there, there's guys I watched are, yeah. that doc. Now it's like it all kind of. I get it. Well, together, no, because but... he directed the last uh, Death Scort, the third one, Taste Me. Yeah, yeah not yeah. Sean. Okay. Well, Death Scort Service, I have an autographed poster back there on the wall. That's how much I love Death Scort Service. Um, and yeah, this one is just fun. I like the uh, homage they did. Uh, with Lunathis, who plays t- uh, her character named Tara Satana, uh, which is awesome. I me- I got to meet Tara Satana in uh, in uh, Toronto actually for Fan Expo. She was awesome. Uh, Dan, right. I I know you love that bar scene, especially that one line where she's like, "Oh, get fucked." That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. I think his first uh, pickup line was, "I'm a cunning cunnilinguist." Was yeah. his, his, his pickup line? It it did feel very Florida. Like I feel like that somebody in all the best ways. In all the best ways, love Florida. Um, yeah, th- this is just a good time. You got Joel D. Wincoop who really gets to uh, he's doing lines from batman 89 so i'm sure that popped you yeah up. that also helped a lot <laughs> uh he he's always fun i mean that guy's a low budget legend at this point uh you get a little bit of gore at the end this is definitely a tna titty flick that delivers uh the laughs it delivers you know two very awesome shower scenes uh, which is what you're in for on these movies. Uh, I think uh, Lunathist and Susie y- Yvette 
I can never say her name right, but I'm a fan of her. But uh, Sushi, I'm going to take a stab at it. Sushi Yvette Holder. Hopefully I said your name right, but I am a fan of your work. I think uh, she she and Luna Fist have great chemistry together. Uh, it's just a fun B-movie in the tradition of Fred Olin Ray, Jim Wynorski. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed it a lot. And to quote Joel D. Wincoop, can we please call it a tallywhacker? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll just end with that. But uh, yeah, yeah. And then there's a sequel tease, so we might get Swamp Woman too, possibly. Swamp they, Woman returns. And Pugs, are you aware? Swamp uh, Scored Service, just do it. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Please. Uh, swamp Beaver. That's what we need, Swamp Beavers. The, that's mean? like the new threat for that's Swamp the Woman to fight. Yeah, Swamp Beavers. Fighting like swamp beavers in the body. Oh, I got what you're saying, but if, yeah. yeah. So I know Todd is aware of this, but Pugs, I didn't know you were a swamp thing fan. Are you aware that the new 4K is going to have the uncut version with Adrian Barbo's that. titties? That's the part he's like, I don't care. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. I did not know that. There you go. But you know, that's the biggest news of the year. That's nothing bigger is happening. Even though I have it on like two blu-rays yeah it's not <laughs> still uh so it's in 4k so that's the biggest thing i'm actually yeah. a return of the swamp thing guy over the swamp thing but i'll watch both any time. I, I like both but return mm-hmm. is definitely and costume definitive um that's the look in the second you know one. that's it's the perfect. one i haven't seen right really that is a little tongue-in-cheek Ooh. you might not yeah, yeah i don't know yeah, go, go may, into it but, like uh big trouble in little china but i may like it because of the villain who shows up later on in the Swamp series. Okay. Or Swamp Thing series. Oh, well, if you've seen that, you might like it then. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'll like it because this, well, we're talking the, I, was there another the Swamp Thing there? series? I'm, the, yeah, the, 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 oh, yeah, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, they've been. Oh, you're try- oh, yeah, yeah, that's totally different. No, I, I get that, but I, just the fact that that villain shows up in there, it'll make me happy enough, I think. Sure. I don't know. I haven't watched Swamp Thing, honestly, since I was a little kid. Because uh, right around the time I became a fan of Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> I'm like maybe like eight or nine years old at this point. I watched Last House on the Left, fucking Swamp Thing, and... I feel there's another one in there. I can't remember. Like, why isn't Krug doing anything to Adrian Barbo? I'm confused, right? <laughs> well, no, I didn't watch. I didn't watch uh, Last House on the Left until I was probably around 12. But there's another Wes Craven movie in there that I, I had watched like right after I watched Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. Hills of Ice. Uh, you know what? It, it, it was that, but there's something else in there. Deadly that's Blessing. Old. Hills have eyes too. I hope. Uh, I've grown on that one. It's horribly bad, but entertainingly bad. I feel like there's another West movie. Didn't he make a vampire, a shitty vampire, vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy? With Eddie? Yeah, that's the one. You, that's the one. You liked it? No. Well, as a little kid, I liked it because it was just like, oh, this director's awesome. Let me Dan's going to shame you as a child for liking it next. Yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> dude, I was probably eight, 
I was probably eight years old when I had seen it. Uh, but like later on, like I, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street when I was like, I think six. And then I watched New Nightmare and then I watched like some of his other shit. And I feel like Vampire in Brooklyn, Swamp Thing, and what was the other one I said? I know I said it. Uh, Last House. Last House. Yes. Well, no, Last House wasn't until later. There was a third oh. one. I can't fucking remember what the hell it was. Let's go with Hills and Ice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to it. You'll remember right when we're done. Yeah. The CT is uh, kicking in. No. <laughs> Speaking um, of Swamp Thing, another thing that was unavailable for a very long time that I got in today on 4K, Needful Things, which has the TV cut. Only on the Blu-ray. Only on the yeah, but still the only time that's been available, so I let that go. No, no, I, 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 I totally get it. that's. I'm still yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's one thing that's a bummer. Cut. Yeah, is that the first time you've seen that cut? No, but it's the first time in many years that I've seen. I, that. I remember watching it on TBS way back. Yeah, yeah. Before we get too far, we still have to rate. I was just gonna. Yeah, I was trying to get back into control where we're supposed to be, but Dan sidetracked me again. Yes. Um, so, go for it, Dan. What are you thinking on this one? All right. So obviously, you know, this is a titty flick. It's not for everybody, but as a fun B movie titty flick, I give it four stars. I loved it. Pugs? I'm a four stars as well. Four across the board. There you I'm go. Four also. Yeah. This was this was fun. I love this one, but um no, yeah, Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> I said across the board, my bad. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I figure you're just trying to skip me. Um <laughs> I'm trying to help your heart. I mean it's about I'm, to shame you. Yeah, dude. I'm not even on steroids, and this shit is fucking <laughs> beaten. Um, see, like, I watched Flood right before this, and, like, if I didn't watch Flood right before this, I probably could have gave it, like, a one, like I did with oh, Flood. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. I'm a half, a half star. I appreciate everybody that fucking worked on it, though. Like, you guys went and made your movie, so I, I I give you guys props for that. But it's just not my cup of tea. Obviously, these guys' cup of tea, but not me. We'll get you. Right. I'm telling you, Discord service. If there's one you're going to like, that's going to be the one. You, you had me watch Cannibal Claws, and, like, I kind of liked it. On the right path. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that, yeah. But maybe uh, one day we'll, we'll re-review the Death Court service. Well, I know so. we can do a, an After Dark franchise show on the trilogy. There we go. There you yeah, go. We can definitely do that. All right. So, we got hopefully, one left. hopefully we'll end strong for Kruger with this I'm, one. Possibly. I'm just getting my gut saying yes. <laughs> From director... Guy, which we'll we'll get into that. He's actually a British director, even though this is a Japanese film. And in this film, in the relentless heat of the grueling summer, temperatures soar to blistering levels as cicadas emerge to sing their ear-shattering song. Uh, months of continued exposure is enough to make anyone start to feel a little off. Anyone that is, except for the uh, that oddity the locals call the cicada man 
Who is that strange man and why is he always walking around with boxes full of live cicadas? More important, what does he do with them? As the heat starts to get to our heroine and her sanity depletes, real life and delusion begin to mix. Her, her, her darkest nightmares seep into our world and she fears the cicada man has planted his swarm of insects inside her. All right, Kruger. What did you think of Sound of Summer, which I should say is from Unearthed Films on yep. Blu-ray now? Um, <clears throat> one thing I will say about this movie, <clears throat> excuse me, just in general, uh, it is very low budget. So you need to know that going in. I kind of already did, um, just knowing little backstories I did about the film. But, man, I got to tell you, this was a really nice little piece of horror that was wrapped up within 80 minutes, maybe a little bit less. Maybe it was like 75. I can't remember. Um, but I, I just, I really liked the whole atmosphere of just a Japanese setting, you know, looking at the day-to-day life of a Japanese girl, just trying to, you know, make her mm. money, do, do what she wants to do in her life. And um, just the culture aspect alone really pulled me in. Uh, but then Mr. Cicada Man comes in there with his fucking cicadas playing with them in this coffee shop. And just that whole character really intrigued the fuck out of me. And then we get this little backstory where it may or may not have been one of these other characters that didn't remember him when he was a little kid. And they just, at least that's what I got out of it. Was mm-hmm. that like these, <laughs> these characters that, came across this person uh they had bullied him when he was a child and that he kind of has come back into their lives years later on and maybe seeking his revenge who knows but i really liked just this whole story especially when it came to because it has a lot to say in my opinion uh than most movies do This movie has a lot to say about how when you go to a doctor, they're just so easy to prescribe you some fucking medication to fix your problems. And then you come back a couple weeks later and this this doctor is just like, oh, yeah, it doesn't look wrong that you're fucking covered in open sores all throughout your fucking body. Let me just prescribe you an antipsychotic. And I I, I just I really like the way that plays out into the story because it kind of gives you a aspect of it where you're like, is she really seeing the, like, is this stuff really happening or is this poor woman just going fucking insane? And I thought that was a really cool take on it. And with that um, narrative going on, they didn't skim on like this insane final act where this, I mean, anybody that has seen uh, the cover art will know, like, there's a cicada man that becomes, like, almost like a fly-esque villain in the story, which was really cool because The Fly is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just, I really loved everything about this film. Um, I, I thought the acting was really well done, and it is a very slow moving thing, but it builds very much this crazy final act. Um, and 
while it's all low budget and stuff, I do really appreciate the monster effects in it. I mean, at times it almost feels like an old school monster movie in certain aspects of it as well, which was really cool to me. And just as a whole, I, I, I loved it. I thought the, uh, the final act was really compelling and just really fucked up and just weird. Uh, it's one of those movies where you watch the the end and then you like you know the credits hit and you're just like the fuck did I just watch type of thing, <laughs> which was really cool and I I love movies like that and it's totally understandable why Unearth decided to put out uh, this director's first film with uh, this or well this director's first feature length film I believe uh, with this. Um, I'm very much looking forward to what Guy has in our future in horror as well, because I just, as a whole, this whole story and everything is very intricate. Regardless of it being low budget or not, I feel like it's very well written. And uh, I I enjoyed the fuck out of it. It's not going to be like something that's going to maybe make my top 10 at the end of the year, but I'm glad I really got. I, I, I'm. I've been very excited about this movie since I heard about it, and it didn't disappoint me in any aspect. Um, granted, if you are Unearth fam, I think this is a little bit more tame than a lot of stuff that they do put out. But if you, uh, as far as like on screen graphically, but if you are you know, paying attention to the story and just realizing why this woman may or may not have been losing her mind because of the cicadas. Um, it's a, it, it's good stuff. And out of everything I've seen over probably the last three, four years, I would love to see this movie get remade with a strong budget behind it because I think there's something there if only you could have like effects that look flawless on screen and everything. Yeah. I mean, you may have a masterpiece on your hands and uh, yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed the hell out of it. And I'm a big fan of just Japanese horror in general. Uh, but this is definitely the best Japanese horror film I've seen come out of Japan or Japan or that culture in a very, very long time. So uh it gets my stamp of approval, and I, 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 I couldn't be happier by the time I got to that final act, and we just get that. There's this, there's this final shot of the cicada man and the girl, and it's just like, wow, what the fuck did I just see? Mm-hmm. And I, I love movies that can do that to me, and I love this movie, and I, I'm glad Unearth hooked us up with the screener. To review it, and I will definitely be picking it up uh, on Blu-ray whenever I can. Sweet, sweet. Uh, Pugs, what did you think? Uh, it's a strong film. It uh, tackles bullying, mental health, misdiagnosis, and then we get this really weird creature thing. So, yeah, this is a good mixture of um, all the shit we like. So, <laughs> uh, And it's also... Uh, respectful of my time, which I appreciate. So, uh, yeah, yeah. hour fifteen. Yeah, um, yeah, I dig it. I like it a lot. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, this one's kind of like a young 
Cronenberg was commissioned to make a guinea pig movie is how it was yeah. kind of there you go. <laughs> uh, that's, it, a, that's a good it, fucking description right there. Yeah, it, it's very it is very low budget, but it's all practical effects, which is always nice to see. I can forgive a lot. Um, I thought, yeah, there's some very creative body horror and uh, creature effects towards the end. Uh, you could argue even at an hour and 15 that this movie really could have been a short. I mean, it could have been a oh for sure a segment in an anthology and and told the full complete story. Uh, but I I really liked the whole idea of just this character thinking, you know, bugs are inside her, which is kind of a theme with people that lose their minds. It's always like a bug thing. Bug. Remember bugs, dude. Bug. Bug is a great William Friedkin movie. Nobody talks about it, but I love that movie. Me too. Um, it kind of, I think people, wasn't advertised well. People didn't know what they were getting into, but Bug is fantastic. Um, and yeah, this was actually inspired the director, uh, who again is from uh, England, and he moved to Japan and got heat stroke because he wasn't used to the summers there. And that kind of partially inspired uh, this film. And I don't know what the currency conversion would be, but it's like, I think it's like a four or 5,000 yen. Uh, so, you know, this is, this is a very, very low budget movie. Uh, but I'm glad Unearthed picked it up. Like I said, I do kind of feel like you could have told this story in like 30 minutes there's not a lot of characters but uh it was never boring to me again uh young a young cronenberg you know still honing his skills if he was commissioned to do a guinea pig movie it's kind of how this felt and uh yeah i will definitely check out guys other films uh, i know there's a short i believe on the uh the blu-ray and uh, I think he's very talented. I know somebody involved in the special effects worked on uh, Ryohi Kitamura's verses uh, as well, which I'm sure was probably a favor for somebody. Didn't he, uh, didn't he work on Final Wars as well? Ryohi directed Final Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah uh, Final so he Wars. did the effects on this film? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, I think uh, maybe. Uh, Punisher or Barney in the chat earlier. Uh, there's really he's got a new American movie out from earlier this year called The Price We Pay. It's with um, Emil Hirsch and Stephen Dorff. Looks generic. Yeah, it looks generic. Yeah, it's sad though because it looks generic as fuck. So, like, I think even we kind of overlooked it. I don't know. I can't, I haven't watched it yet, but apparently. You know, Ryuhi is apparently pretty gory, if nothing else. So, um, kind of curious to check that out. I'd write that down. <laughs> Price we pay. Uh, so, yeah, no. Uh, Sound of Summer. I I really enjoyed it. I think it's well worth your time. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, probably works better as a short, but I still I still dug it. I the one thing I will say when I was watching this movie though. Like, if this had a little bit of a budget behind it, I could have totally seen this as, like, a uh, Cabinets of Curiosity on Netflix type of thing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you guys already covered everything on this. Yeah, count me in as I enjoyed it too. I don't think it's going to be for everyone, but I did enjoy it. Um, everyone here, it's obviously for. But yeah. <laughs> what would you rate it, uh, Kruger? You want to go first? I'm tossed up between a three and a half out of the five and the four. I'm going to go with my three and a half for now, but after watching it the first time, I already want to watch it again. So um, that rating may be raised up with future viewings, but uh, for now, three and a half out of five. I think that's a strong uh, rating for the movie. I am also a three and a half out of five. Dan? I am a three out of five. I am also a three out of five. So, all right. There we go. Uh, all right. So, guys, we are going to be live shortly on Patreon with our, I guess we could say, review slash discussion. And uh, you won't want to miss that. Uh, we do want to thank our new patron, DJ Case. <laughs> Something. I, I, Dan, that's not the name I can't hear. <laughs> uh, I don't know the name. I'm sorry. I, uh, my, that's like not even close. He said it once right before, and then I was trying to remember it. But thank you to all of us. D. Hayes. Thank you. D. Hayes. Okay. D. Hayes. Thank you very much for becoming a patron. D. Well, Hayes. And uh, yeah, all starts at just Thank you, even though Dan. Yeah, thanks, Deej. <laughs> I'm gonna get to know you on there as you get to know us on Patreon. Uh, uh, so, yes, all starts at just a buck. Patreon.com/slash/fleshwoundfeatures, and uh, yeah, that's where you get the hard stuff. Yes. <laughs> if you can believe it, it get we get worse. Shenanigans time. All right. Well, yes. on that note, let's let's get out of here. Good night. Good evening. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. All lives matter. I'll see you in Disneyland.